Hi, my name is Lynn, and I'm the creator of the blog, Living Large in a Small House. I'm passionate about decorating, entertaining, cooking, gardening, and organizing. Basically, everything that makes a house a home. I'm married to the handiest man in the whole world, and I call him handy on my blog. I'm also mom to three grown children, Kenny who lives in LA, Annie who lives with her husband Tommy in Dallas, and our youngest Emma who lives in the city of Chicago. She's about 40 miles from our suburban home. So thanks for listening and tagging along as we live large in our small house. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Living Large Podcast. I'm your host, Lynn Vogler, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. I don't have a guest because I want to share with you all the things that have been going on at Living Large in a Small House. Now that we're done with all our weddings, um, moving Emma to her apartment, conferences I went to, and COVID, I finally have some time to myself to get some of my projects done. And I've been really pretty busy. One of the things I had on my mantle were some topiaries that I bought back in the spring and they were real when I bought them. They were dead for many, many months. And I just wanted to make some faux topiaries out of these pretty dead stems. Um, And I was able to do that. I got that job done. It was a little bit more difficult than I thought, but it was very fulfilling. And I hadn't done a DIY project in a very long time. And that's something that I really enjoy. So I was excited to do that. They look amazing. Um, I also stripped a little table that a vintage table that I had, it was painted white and it had wasn't really white anymore because it was old to begin with and it was kind of yellowed. So I tried the easy off oven cleaner method and it actually works. Um, It looks amazing. And I'm so excited about having that natural pine wood tone in my pretty much white living room. Um, it just it just adds more warmth. And I think I, the reason I'm I'm loving it is I'm I'm really anxious and getting all the vibes to start decorating for fall. I also had a coffee table that was black and um, it was in storage. Wasn't loving it, but I I liked the size of it. And I liked the fact that it had a big drawer in it, which for me is added storage in our small house. I like furniture that's um, not just one purpose, it's two. And in this case, it was co- it's a coffee table and it's storage. And we've pretty much pared down our games that we have in our house anymore. Just a few things that we like to play when the kids are home for holidays and cards that we have around the house. So I think pretty much everything that I have in the game category is going to fit into this um, old coffee table of ours. So painted that white and I'm loving it. Um, And it's also harvest time at this small house. I have a pretty extensive vegetable garden. And while my produce this year wasn't as good as it typically is, we we had a weird spring that was really hot and then it got cold again and we've had a kind of a weird summer um, hot days but dipping down into like the 50s at night so a lot of green tomatoes that just aren't turning red but with what I've what I have had I've been canning I've canned quite a bit of tomatoes 
Um, again, not as much as I usually do, but I have a fair amount. I've, I think I've done maybe three or four rounds in the pressure canner, which is quite a bit of pints of tomatoes. I've also made pickles. My cucumbers did well. I did really, my cucumbers did really well. So I've made some pickles. I had, hadn't done it in two years and I was out. So I'm excited that I have filled up my pantry again with pickles. I also have started making my own bone broth. I love whole chickens and I love to roast a whole chicken like on a Sunday afternoon and taking those bones and letting them boil down on Monday um, makes the most delicious chicken broth. And it's not the same as what you buy in a store. So I tried it once, made chicken noodle soup out of it. That was so delicious. So last week we made another whole chicken and I cooked those bones down. Um, I use all the scraps that I have from the weeks, get things for, you know, extra onions, um, the bottom of the celery stalk, the tops of carrots, just about anything that I'm using vegetable wise that is a scrap can be put into that water and it just gives it such great flavor. So I made bone broth and I'm canned those. I'm going to start drying my herbs so that I have fresh herbs. And I'm also going to try, I've never done this before. I'm going to try to collect some of my zinnia seeds for next year because they were such a pretty um, variety and I don't even think I kept the package. So if I could harvest some of those seeds and um, winter them over, I should be able to use, put them in the ground again next year and have more beautiful zinnias come up. So that's what's going on in the garden. Um, I've really been focusing on my blog and I've been really getting some great results. In fact, I've had so many new followers and so many of them are interested in organizing. So I've decided to start a 30-day cleaning and organizing challenge. And I'm calling it my fall edition because typically I do this in February. But I think fall has um, a great, is a great time to start. Um, it's starting this week on Wednesday. And if you're interested in joining, I'll put a link in the show notes so that you can join our already growing and pretty large group of people who are ready to organize. I think everybody's just anxious to clean up from summertime and be ready for the fuss and what can be kind of a mess of the holidays. And just like everyone else, I have spaces that needs to be decluttered and organized. Um, I'm gonna start with my pantry, which is a disaster. But the beauty of having great organizing systems in place is it probably won't take me more than about an hour to clean my pantry. I will empty everything out of it. I will wipe down and clean all my shelves and clean the floor real good. And then it pretty much boils down to me putting things into the containers where they belong and um, donating some of the food that I know we're not gonna eat that's not expired and just throwing away some things. And it'll be, it will look back to itself in a very short period of time. Also in my kitchen, um, there is a cabinet, a large cabinet that houses big appliances. 
I honestly am not even sure what's up there. I know my crock pot is up there and I do use that. But beyond that, there are other things that I don't ever use. And it is time for me to either sell them or to donate them, but they need to go. And there are a few things that have kind of found their way into that pantry where they're being housed. And I just need to find the right systems, the right container or basket to properly keep them organized in that cabinet. So that's the other thing in my kitchen that I really want to work on. And then there is another cabinet. It's just a catch-all and it's right near our front door. It has been on my to-do list for so, so long. So long that I'm even embarrassed to say how long it's been on my list, but I'm going to clean it and I'm going to make it like a command station a place where we can put mail that needs to be dealt with and Keith Handy's mayoral stuff so he can grab it and knows where it is when he's leaving for a meeting. So that's on my list of to-dos. I'm really actually looking forward to that one because that one is one of those ones that I keep moving it from the list month over month over year over year and It's just way too long and I just need to deal with it. And then lastly in the kitchen, um, my glass cabinet, my cabinets that have glass fronts, they aren't a mess, they aren't cluttered, but they need to be cleaned out. They need for me to pull everything out. There's glass shelves in there because they're also lighted and I need to wipe everything down, clean it out. And there are things in there that even though they look pretty, we don't use them at all. And I'd rather sell those things and donate those things and put the things that I do use that aren't in a convenient space right now. So that's what's going on in the kitchen once I start my um, organizing. I want to take a little break to share a product that I love and use on my skin. A small family-owned business, Tubes & Co. provides organic face products that meet my stringent test for being clean and safe. Your skin is the largest organ on your body. And since I'm taking the time to put good food into it, I also want to only put good products on it. I don't want a bunch of chemicals leaching into me via my skin. I'm a pretty natural person and rarely wear makeup, but every day I wash my face with Tubes & Co. Charcoal Bar. Then I spray my face with their Hydrate Tonic and apply their Glow Serum. I have very dry skin. And when I started using the serum, I had to use three drops to make my face feel moisturized. Now I only use one drop. That's how well it works at keeping my skin hydrated and glowing. At night, I wash my face again, and then I use the frankincense face balm. It has a different consistency that I love, and I like the way it makes my skin feel before I head to bed. So if you're looking for something that works and isn't full of chemicals, head to Tubes & Co. The link will be in the show notes. Another area of my home that needs attention is the living room. I'm ready for fall. I mentioned it before, and so I'm switching the seasons. Everything needs to come down from my shelves. It now has my blue and white flow blue collection in it, and I just want to switch it out for my white ironstone and a more natural palette for the fall. I was also gifted a beautiful white rug from Boutique Rugs, 
It's probably the largest rug I've ever had for this. I'm anxious to move my furniture around and roll out this beauty. It's um, a very na neutral, natural rug. And the whole it's going to change the look of my whole space. Very, very excited about that. So then on to my bedroom. My closets and my dresser need to be purged again. The last time I organized our closets and my dresser was when my job was eliminated and I just wanted to get rid of all of my old work clothes. And I made a huge donation at that time, um, got rid of everything that was no longer work-related, things that I would never wear again. And so it's been over two years. And at the time, there were things in my closet that had tags on them, so I left them. Well, two years later, those things still pretty much all have their tags on them. So um, that along with, I have a lot of shoes I don't ever wear anymore. I have some purses that I never use. And I have clothes in my dresser that are way past their prime. And that stuff just needs to go. I will be making another very sizable donation and turn some t-shirts into rags. And then lastly is my bathroom. Um, my bathroom needs some painting, it needs deep cleaning, it needs purging. I also would like to maybe wallpaper that room. It just, it just needs something. So I'm gonna clean my kitchen, I'm gonna work on my living room, I'm gonna work on my bedroom, I'm gonna work on my bathroom. That's gonna be my, my four areas for the four weeks. So if you're inclined to join us on this organizing journey, you can sign up with the link that'll be in the show notes. The beauty of the way that my challenge works is it's totally customizable for you to work on the spaces that you need to work on the most. And you can also work at a pace that fits into your lifestyle. I've broken it up into four spaces and four week timeline, but that is not a hard and fast rule. That is just a guideline. Um, I've worked with people before that it's taken them a month to work on one space, but they have the tools for that four-week period that they can stretch out into the time frame that works well for them. I personally can't wait to get started. I'm actually tackling a few things that I've been avoiding, like I said, and I will be so pleased with myself when I get it done. I also take, it also takes that mental burden off my shoulders. I'm a big checklist person and I can't wait to get these things checked off my list. Let's talk about organizing for a little bit. Organizing is really just breaking old habits, learning new ones and shifting our mindset about what we do and don't need in our homes. I know that when something is messy, it makes me anxious it's stressful to feel anxious and upset about our homes and spaces where we spend so much of our time. By decluttering and cleaning up, I find that it not only calms me, but it brings me great happiness and joy to have my spaces clean, to walk from my clean bedroom down into my clean kitchen and family room in the morning is just so peaceful for me. That's the only way I can describe it. It, it. it brings me joy. It makes me happy. And I'm so glad when it is organized, decluttered, and just looks like home. So as an organizing coach, it's my job to give clients great organizing tools, 
but also great strategies and just encouragement to break old habits and understand the freedoms of having an organized and uncluttered space and also kind of identifying what are some of the things that are holding us back. And when you know exactly where everything is in your house, you save time looking for things, you save money by not buying things you don't really need because you can't find them. You sleep better at night, which has huge health benefits. And there's just no downside to having an organized home and an organized life. When I talk about an organized life, you might say, what exactly do you mean, Lynn? Well, here's one thing that I do every day that helps me feel organized and in control. And it calms me, quite frankly. Every night before I go to bed, I make sure to write out what I need to do the next day. I also keep my journal and a pen right next to the bed. So if I wake up and I think of something else, I write it down and then I can go right back to sleep. Here's the interesting part. Do I finish everything on my to-do list every day? Hardly ever, because I'm the kind of person who has 28 hours worth of work for a 24 hour day. But the fact that I've written it down, I've relieved my mind from having to think about it. And when I work on my list for the following day, I just move it to the next day if I didn't get it done. I also have a long-term list of things that need to happen, but I'm not exactly sure when I'm going to find those the time to do it. And quite frankly, I have a list for just about everything. But it's not in my brain, and it's all in one place, my daily bullet journal. So if you're interested in reading more about my bullet journaling, I also have a blog post about that. And I will also add that to the show notes. These are the kind of tips and tricks that I'll be sharing over the next 30 days with anybody who joins my free cleaning and organizing challenge. Again, check the show notes for details if you're interested in signing up. And so that's pretty much it for today. And I can't wait for you to hear from my guests next week. I'll be talking with Megan Moore, who actually does live in a tiny house. So excited to talk to her. Her tiny house is in British Columbia, Canada, and she has no choice but to be organized. And I can't wait to chat with her about it. So thanks for listening. And I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Living Large Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite platform so you'll be reminded when there's a new episode. Your positive likes and ratings and reviews are always appreciated as they will help this podcast to grow. You can find all the ways to follow Living Large in a Small House in the show notes.